Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, this is Harriet and I will be your reader today, this Monday the 30th of October or the 15th of Cheshvan on the Hebrew calendar. Today in history, Jeroboam institutes an imitation festival in Israel. 1 Kings 12, quote, Jeroboam instituted a feast in the eighth, eighth month on the 15th day of the month, like the feast which is in Yehuda. Also we have today in history the death of Matityahu, the Maccabee, according to the tradition from 1 Maccabee 2, quote, then he blessed them and was gathered to his ancestors. He died in the 146th year and was buried in the tomb of his ancestors in Modi'in. And all Israel mourned for him with great lamentation. Today in history we also had the Kristallnacht, the night of the broken glass in November 9, 1938. This week we are in a parasha called Va'era, Vayera, and he appeared, is what that means. And the Torah portion from the scriptures is Genesis, or Bereshit, chapter 18, verse 15 through verse 33. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in thanking the Lord, blessing him for giving us his precious word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So we start in Genesis 18. Sarah denied it, saying, I didn't laugh, for she was afraid. But he said, No, for you did laugh. Then the men got up from there and looked down over Sodom. Abraham was walking with them to send them off, when the Lord said, Should I keep secret from Abraham what I am about to do, seeing that Abraham will most certainly become a great and mighty nation, and in him all the nations of the earth will be blessed? For I have made myself known to him, so that he will command his sons and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord, by doing righteousness and justice, so that the Lord may bring upon Abraham what he has spoken about him. Then the Lord said, 
The outcry against the Dom and Gomorrah is great indeed, and their sin is very great, grievous indeed. I want to go down now and see if they deserve destruction, as its outcry has come to me, and if not, I will know. Then the men turned from there and went towards Dom, but Abraham was still standing before the Lord. Abraham drew near and said, Will you really sweep away the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there are fifty righteous within the city. Will you really sweep away and not spare the place for the sake of fifty righteous who are in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing, to cause the righteous to die with the wicked, so that the righteous and the wicked share the same fate. Far be it from you. Shall the judge of the whole world not exercise justice? Then the Lord said, If I find in Sodom fifty righteous people within the city, I will spare the whole place for their sake. Then Abraham answered and said, Look, pray, I have decided to speak to my Lord, though I am dust and ashes. Suppose the fifty righteous people are lacking five, Will you destroy the whole city for lack of five? And he said, I will not destroy it if I find forty-five there. So he spoke to him yet again and said, Perhaps forty will be found there. And he said, I will not do it for the sake of the forty. Then he said, Please let my Lord not be angry so I may speak. Perhaps thirty will be found there. And he said, I will not do it if I find thirty there. Then he said, Look, pray, I have decided to speak to my Lord. Perhaps twenty will be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for the sake of the twenty. Then he said, Please let not my Lord be angry, so I may speak once more. Perhaps ten will be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for the sake of the ten. Now when he had finished speaking to Abraham, the Lord left, and Abraham returned to his place. That was Genesis eighteen fifteen through 33. Now we have our portion from the prophets, and we are reading Joshua chapter 22. Then Yoshua summoned the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, and said to them, You have kept all that Moshe the servant of the Lord commanded you, and have listened to my voice in all that I commanded you. You have not abandoned your kinsmen these many days to this day, but have kept the charge of the commandment of the Lord your God. So now the Lord your God has given rest to your kinsmen, as he said to them, So now, turn and go to your tents, to the land that is your possession, which Moshe the servant of the Lord gave you beyond the Yarden. Only be very careful to observe the mitzvah and the Torah which Moshe the servant of the Lord commanded you, to love the Lord your God and walk in all his ways and to keep his mitzvot. Cling to him and worship him with all your heart and with all your soul. So Yahushua blessed them and sent them away, and they went to their tents. 
Now, to the one-half tribe of Manasseh, Moshe had given inheritance in Bashan, but to the other half, Yeshua gave territory among their kinsmen to the west of the Yarden. Moreover, when Yeshua sent them away to their tents, he blessed them and spoke to them, saying, Return to your tents with great wealth and with very much cattle, with silver, gold, bronze, iron, and with very many clothes. Share the spoil of your enemies with your brothers. So the children of Reuven, the children of Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh returned and departed from Bnei Israel at Shiloh, in the land of Canaan, to go to the land of Gilad, to the land of their inheritance that they had possessed, according to the mouth of the Lord by Moshe's hand. Now when they came to the region near the Yarden in the land of Canaan, the children of Reuven, the children of Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh built there an altar by the Yarden, a large, conspicuous altar. Then Bnei Israel heard about it and said, Behold, the children of Reuven, the children of Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh have built an altar opposite the land of Canaan, in the region of the Yarden, across from Bnei Israel. And when Bnei Israel heard of it, the whole congregation of Bnei Israel assembled at Shiloh to go up against them in war. So Bnei Israel sent word to the children of Reuven, the children of Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, into the land of Gilad. Finchas, son of Alazar, the Kohen, and with him ten chieftains, one chieftain from each ancestral house of each of the tribes of Israel. Every one of them was the head of his ancestral house among the thousands of Israel. So they came to the children of Reuven, the children of Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, in the land of Gilad, and spoke with them, saying, Thus says the whole congregation of the Lord, What is this treachery that you have committed today against the God of Israel? By turning away from following the Lord, building yourself an altar, rebelling this day against the Lord. Is the iniquity of Peor too little for us, from which we have not cleansed ourselves to this day, although a plague came upon the congregation of the Lord? that you would turn away this day from following the Lord. Now you rebel against the Lord today. Tomorrow he will be angry with the whole congregation of Israel. If, however, the land of your possession is unclean, then cross over the land of the possession of the Lord, where the Lord's tabernacle stands. Acquire holdings among us, but do not rebel against the Lord or against us, by building an altar for yourselves other than the altar of the Lord our God. Did not Achan, son of Tzerah, act unfaithfully concerning the things under the ban, and so wrath fell on the entire community of Israel? Nor did that man perish alone in his iniquity. Then the children of Reuven, the children of Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh answered, and spoke to the heads of the thousands of Israel. God of gods is the Lord. God of gods is the Lord. He knows, and may Israel itself know. If we acted in rebellion, 
or in treachery against the Lord. Don't spare us this day. If we have built an altar to turn away from following the Lord, or if it was to offer burnt offering or grain offering on it, or to offer sacrifice or fellowship offerings on it, let the Lord himself require it. But we have done this rather out of anxious concern for a reason, saying, In the future, your children might say to our children, What have you to do with the Lord, God of Israel? For the Lord has made the Yarden a border between us and you, you children of Reuven and children of God. You have no share in the Lord. So your children may make our children stop fearing the Lord. Therefore we said, Let's now build our altar for ourselves, not for burnt offering or for sacrifice, but as a witness between us and you, and between our generations after us, so that we may do the service of the Lord before him with our burnt offerings, with our sacrifices, and with our fellowship offerings. Then your children may not say to our children in times to come, You have no share in the Lord. Therefore we said, If they say such to us or to our future generations, then we will say, See the replica of the altar of the Lord which our fathers made not for burnt offerings or for sacrifice, but as a witness between us and you. Far be it from us that we should rebel against the Lord and turn away this day from following the Lord by building an altar for burnt offering, for grain offering or for sacrifice, besides the altar of the Lord our God that stands before his tabernacle. So when Pinchas the Kohen and the leaders of the congregation the heads of the thousands of Israel who were with him, heard the words that the children of Reuven, the children of God, and the children of Manasseh spoke. It pleased them well. So Pinchas, son of Elazar the Kohen, said to the children of Reuven, the children of God, and the children of Manasseh, Today we know that the Lord is in the midst of us, because you have not committed this treachery against the Lord. Now you have delivered Bnei Israel from the hand of the Lord. Then Pinchas, son of Elazar the Kohen, and the leaders returned from the children of Reuven, and from the children of Gad, from the land of Gilad, to the land of Canaan, to Bnei Israel, and brought back a report to them. The report pleased Bnei Israel, and Bnei Israel blessed God. And they did not speak of going up against them in war to destroy the land in which the children of Reuven and the children of Gad were living. So the children of Reuven and the children of Gad named the altar, for it is a witness between us that the Lord is God. That was Joshua or Yehoshua chapter 22. And now we have our portion from the writings. Today we will read Psalm or Telim 21. For the music director, a psalm of David. Lord, the king rejoices in your strength. How greatly he delights in your salvation. You granted him his heart's desire, and you did not withhold the request of his lips. Selah.
for you met him with the best blessings. You set on his head a crown of pure gold. He asked you for life, you gave it to him. Length of days forever and ever. His glory is great through your salvation. Honor and majesty you bestow on him. For you bestow on him eternal blessings. Gladden him with joy in your presence. For the king trusts in the Lord, and in the loving kindness of Elion he will not be shaken. Your hand will find all your enemies. Your right hand will overtake those who hate you. You will make them like a fiery furnace at the time of your appearing. In his wrath the Lord will swallow them up and fire will consume them. You destroy their offspring from earth, their seed from the children of men. Though they intended evil against you and devised a plot, they cannot succeed. For you make them turn their backs. You aim your bowstrings at their faces. Be exalted, Lord, in your strength. We will sing and praise your might. That was Psalm 21. And our final portion from the Apostolic Scriptures will today be Matthew or Matityahu chapter 17. After six days, Yeshua takes with him Kepha and Yaakov and Yohanan, his brother, and brings them up a high mountain by themselves. Now he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. And behold, Moshe and Eliyahu appeared to them, talking with Yeshua. Kepha responded to Yeshua, Master, it's good for us to be here. If you wish, I will make three Sukkot here, one for you, and one for Moshe, and one for Eliyahu. While he was still speaking, suddenly a bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice from out of the cloud, saying, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down, terrified. But Yeshua came and touched them. Get up, he said. Stop being afraid. And lifting their eyes, they saw no one except Yeshua alone. As they were coming down from the mountain, Yeshua commanded them, saying, Do not tell anyone about the vision until the Son of Man is raised from the dead. The disciples questioned him, saying, Why then do the Torah scholars say that Eliyahu must come first? Yeshua replied, Indeed, Eliyahu is coming and will restore all things. I tell you that Eliyahu already came, and they didn't recognize him, but did to him whatever they wanted. In the same way, the Son of Man is about to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was speaking to them about Yohanan the Immerser. When they came to the crowd, a man came to Yeshua, falling on his knees before him, saying, Master, have mercy on my son, for he has seizures and suffers badly, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they couldn't heal him. And answering, Yeshua said, O faithless and twisted generation, 
How long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him here to me. Yeshua rebuked the demon and it came out of him, and the boy was healed from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Yeshua in private and said, Why couldn't we drive it out? And he said to them, Because you trust so little. Amen, I tell you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Now, while they were gathering in the Galil, Yeshua said to them, The Son of Man is about to be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill him, and on the third day he will be raised. And the disciples became greatly distressed. When they came to Kvarnachum, the collectors of the temple tax came to Kepha and said, Your teacher pays the temple tax, doesn't he? Yes, Kepha said. Now when Kepha came into the house, Yeshua spoke to him first, saying, What do you think, Shimon, the kings of the earth, from whom do they collect tolls or tax, from their sons or from strangers? After Kepha said, From strangers, Yeshua said to him, Then the sons are free. But so that we do not offend them, go to the sea and throw out a hook and take the first fish that comes up. And when you open its mouth, you'll find a coin. Take that and give it to them, for me and you. That was Matthew chapter 17, and that concludes our reading of scripture for today. However, if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, this new cycle, you would also read 3rd John, the third letter of John today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray that the Word of God will be nourishment to your spirit, your soul, and your body. Because it is alive. For now, Shalom from Israel. Until next time.